After the Super Bowl, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it was a little bit, but I mean, we're still ahead. I mean, I guess it depends. If we're ahead, I mean, compared to our normal, like whatever what used to be normal, we're right on track. Yeah, so we, we didn't usually start till March Madness, Masters weekend, anyways. Yeah, but um, so, I don't. Yeah, I don't feel. We're back. We got stuff to talk about. So. Yeah. So, all right. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Hot Take from the Kitchen. And our email address is hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. It is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-K. I screwed that up. H-O-T-T. Yeah, you'll figure it out if you've listened enough. I'm giving up. All right. So send us an email. We haven't had any in a while. I miss you guys. Give us your thoughts, feedback, whatever. Just contact us. We appreciate it. So, all right. We'll get right into it. Well, we do have a mailbag. Oh, do we? Well, you did have people comment. I don't. It's just, it looks like this is going to work, I think. We'll find out what's going to happen here. All right. It's looking good so far. I didn't know we had feedback. Oh, yeah. I Anytime I post this. Say what? I love that, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. It made me chuckle. Let's disconnect from that. Sorry. Dead air. No one likes dead air. Here we go. So these are all the questions. All right. So Jeff Mendock, our buddy, out in Missouri, he wants our Major League Baseball predictions. A love for the 76. I'm not sure of baseball yet. I hear the red, the White Sox are a hot team to pick. Phillies are looking really good. Are they? That's good. That's why he said that. All right. And then um, Tigers, best they've been probably played some yeah, time. Yeah, they've so. got some talent coming on, yeah. so that'll be nice. So, I mean, it starts next week, week yeah. after. And I thought that was interesting. My baseball take isn't really very good. It's just that I found it interesting that Cashman was interviewed – about why the Yankees haven't won a World Series, and he's cited because the Astros cheated. This is the reason why the Yankees hadn't won a World Series in a while. And I was like, well, you jerkwad are the reason. Yeah, you're the one building a team, so. Well, and. Look in the mirror. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. At least the Astros, well, I mean, while well, the Astros probably did cover it up, but at least they paid their penance for their cheating, where yeah. the Yankees could act like they haven't, and, so. It was only a year. What happened to the other twelve? Yeah, I mean, like I heard I, somebody say that on a podcast. <laughs> I just he's an, it annoyed me. I mean, that that was primarily my baseball take. Phillies are looking good, and then Phillies Dodgers will be right there at the end, along with I, I've heard the White Sox and the Yanks too. So, yeah. so it'll be interesting. I haven't been following baseball as much as I did when the Tigers were winning. So. Yeah, I'm a bandwagon fan, I guess. 
for me, baseball doesn't start until basketball's over. Yeah. And, and I, I don't, I just, I equate baseball with summertime and relaxing and um, just. Got to get nice old. Yeah, it just, and right now it's just still, and the NBA playoff basketball is about to start, which segues into the next stuff, the next uh, point you want us to talk about. 76ers, um, what a mess. Let me ask you this, Brad. Do you think Joel Embiid should be the MVP? I haven't followed basketball as much as I should or used to. But I've heard he's had a pretty good season, a great season. He's had a really, really good season. I've heard that people said that Nikola Jocic should be the MVP. And they're even throwing Giannis's name out there. Yeah, they got it down to two people, really. It's a two-person race, um, really. I mean, three or four, you know, depending yeah. on. But it's really coming down to Jokic and Joel. And I guess if you want to throw Giannis, it's probably pretty fair to put him in there as well. So. Another topic people have been talking about is who do you put on the first team All-NBA? Yeah. Because they have some crazy voting things where – You'd have to vote one as a forward and one as a center. Yeah, and that's right. So one wins MVP and the other one gets first team all NBA. It's, I don't know. It's just I guess it's something for them to talk about right now. But Yeah, well, but it's also true. Okay. You could very well have, depending on how the voting goes, the MVP and not be on the first team all NBA. Yeah. It's a very real thing. It might be time for the NBA to go to pos- positionless voting. Yeah, they talked about that. and. I, there's some good and bad to that, you know. You could the thing that scares me is you could have five guards. You know, you you you're gonna have to put something in place. You know what I mean by that? Like you yeah. can see where I'm going with this. It could it could be Harden, Curry, Kyrie, you know, blah 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 blah. So not that I think it would be because there's Giannis and Katie and they're not guards. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you get what I'm saying. I got you. All right, I guess we'll move on. Anyway, well, more 76 or love. How do you like Harden on this? You don't you watch basketball, do you? Uh, I've so, heard it's a disaster. It's it's not as bad as people make it think. I mean, it's to me, it's typical James Harden. So I, I, I think if you're looking for a leopard to change its spots, that wasn't going to happen on there. Um, I, I just don't think very highly of James Harden. Yeah. So I think that probably Jeff is all in on James, and I don't blame him because um, he is a special talent. There's no, no disputing of that. I just, he's just this weird generation of NBA or athlete that doesn't really care. And I mean, he cares. I don't want to say that about him because I know he cares about basketball and he cares about winning and he appreciates it. But like, I think you just, after you make so much money, it just. I think he wants to be the best player on the team. And if somebody's better than him, he just. I mean, I he's going to shut down. Yeah, I don't believe that. I really don't. Um, I mean, that's good. I mean, that's a good take. I can see that. Well, Why? He was amazing in Houston, and then he wanted out because they were going to be garbage. So he went to Brooklyn. But you have KD and Kyrie, and but he yeah, wanted out of there because that—that's my point. Is he—he he doesn't want to be the best person on the team because he doesn't want to be bad, like he, you're playing with Houston. Oh. So. I think he would be all right if he had some help, but he would rather be the number one focal point. Than... I, yeah, I think you're making two different points. 
I think at that point, you're 100% right. He wants to be the focal point of the offense. That's what I think he wants. I don't think he, <clears throat> he necessarily wants to be the best player on the team, but you don't usually get that. You're not going to base your team around a different person. Now, I don't know. I, I just, for all the faults that I think with Harden, I just don't think the Sixers are the right team for him. I don't know. I try, I try not to let my bias to James Harden get in the way of being fair and how I, you know, give my take on him. I just don't think he cares. Like, I don't know. I just don't. I didn't see he cares about other things than basketball. Basketball is just not his number one priority. There, that's a fair way of saying it. Right. I just don't think basketball is his number one priority. I just don't. I, I know playing hurt. <clears throat> I know sometimes he does. I just, you know, he when he wanted out of Brooklyn, he didn't want to come and say he wanted out of Brooklyn. He was trying to not be this person that he is. And I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least KD owns that shit. You know, for all of the faults you, you can say about KD and the way he and LeBron too, at least they own it. Well, LeBron's kind of dodgy too. LeBron's passive aggressive and how he deals with that shit. But I can't stand him right now. Well, yeah, LeBron's pretty tough. Um, ego's a tough thing, man. It is, man. Sure. When you, I mean, he was the best player in the NBA for a really long time, and then on a given night, he still can be the best player in the NBA, but. I, He's not anymore, and it's his inability to be able to go out, you know, 30 games in a row and perform is why he's not. So, I don't know. It's it's wild. It is. It's crazy times. I read a take on Twitter today from Cowherd, and he said he the number one thing he can't get behind on the NBA is their inability to play player teammates or players regularly now and how everyone takes breaks. So, yeah, it's pretty tough. All right. Moving on, Rick Houchin Photo wants to know if he can do a live call-in request. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. How about next time I'll do that? Yeah. Because I'm not in the setup today to do the live call-in. Anytime after here. Yeah. I like that. Whoop. There we go. And the last one. You wrap some OPP. No, not right now, but... Thanks, Charlie. I mean, we could wrap. I could just say you down with OPP. Yeah, you know me, and that's all I gotta get because anything more gets copyrighted, and then our flag, our yeah. body shut down. So that's just the way the world is. So just asking for trouble. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. I guess we will move on to our hot takes. And our first one happened last week is the Will Smith Chris Rock slap. Heard around the world. I don't know. I've heard so much about this. I'm actually kind of tired about it. But Yeah, I mean, that's a really fair point. Let me ask you this. Is there a difference between hitting someone and slapping someone? Well, no. I mean, there's a difference between slapping somebody and punching them. Yeah. You're still right, hitting Punching. Someone. I mean, I have to say punching. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a difference. Okay, so... So that's the first thing I would say. Do you think Will Smith was going to kill Chris Rock at any point? No. Okay. All no. Right. So that takes care of all those takes off the board. I really thought it was fake when the first time I saw it. 100%. Him. I just, Until after. I still think it could be fake. Um, the way he slapped him, it looked kind of staged. I. Let me. Let's, let's, 
let's go down this rabbit hole, right? We already know that no one was watching the Oscars, right? No. The Oscars sucked. Yeah. And they've been trying to figure out some way to drove the Oscars. Obviously, everyone's going to watch the Oscars next year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Almost guaranteed Chris Rock's going to, you know, host it. Because they'll just say, hey, we want to give him a shot to prove that he can do it right. And blah, blah, blah. And so that's going to happen. And then everyone's going to watch it just to see who he roasts and see how everyone reacts. So everybody's going to watch that, too. Well, I guess trouble started the last time he hosted the Oscars. Right. But I don't know. It was... For, I get what you're saying. Yeah. That you're trying to drum up on. Uh, well, audience. that's my that's my what I'm worried about is like this whole thing for the first six months. Our attention span is just like, oh my god, this is terrible. And then six months later, we really don't care. We forget about it and we just moved on. Chris, I mean, Will Smith comes out with uh, I Am Legend Part Two. It does five billion dollars at the box office. It's one of the greatest movies all the time, and away we go. I mean, Chris Rock's not mad. He's selling out. His tickets are going five times what they were before his tour now. It's, yeah. No one is lost in this other than Will Smith's reputation. And I can't even say that they've picked a person that's likable enough and has done enough good deeds that he, he can weather it and he, he's going to come out. All right. Right. He's already come out all right on the other side. What he did was wrong, but... I mean... People make mistakes all yeah, the time. Well, and that's the next thing I want to say is he should not have slapped no. him. I mean, no. that I'm not defending that behavior at all. I'm just saying, like, maybe it was staged. I mean, he's probably the number one person to get through this with his ego intact and everything. Oh, Tom Hanks. I mean, we, we yeah. could come, the list is very short yeah. of people that could do something like this and probably still come out okay. Yeah. I mean, he's had incidents in the past for. Some guy tried to kiss him on the mouth and he pushed him away. Yeah. So, um, people have their times, but he'll be all right. Jim Carrey had a take of he was wrong. You know, he was like, I'm not defending Will. He goes, But this is what happens when he, I forgot, bandwidth, this is the term he used. He goes, This is what happens when someone lives beyond their bandwidth. And he goes, well, What I mean by that is they think they're above the law, they think they're above everything. But the reason they think they're that way is because they're treated that way. He goes, the average person walks into a restaurant, they have to wait. Will Smith walks into a restaurant, let me get you your table right here. Yeah. You know, the average person can't get tickets to this. Here, Will Smith picks up a phone call, he gets it right away. He goes, so he's used to living beyond the bandwidth of normal. He goes, I'm not saying that. He goes, what he did was disgusting and wrong, but also how we treat him. Is wrong too, and it's this whole mess of you know. And I, I thought that was a really solid take. Like he, he wasn't trying to stand up for him. I mean, he, I guess in a way, it is staying and making an excuse for him. But he's more reasonable why this may have happened, you know. And he goes, he goes, I don't doubt for him. And he talked about how when Will looked at Jada, and he didn't know what to do. He felt like he needed to make a statement to act like he loves his wife and be a tough man and. Toxic masculinity and everything that goes along with that. Then he chose wrong, obviously. Yeah. But um, it's just wild to me. It is. Yeah. It is. So. I mean, it was surprising to see, but after I don't know. It's just. Quest Love was amazing. Did you watch it live? No. Oh. So, um, Chris Rock's bit was 
segued into Questlove's award, whatever he was nominated for. Best, best documentary. documentary. Yeah. So, like, literally, Will Smith, Rock makes a joke. Will Smith smacks Chris. Chris Rock reads the nominees. Then Questlove wins. Questlove goes up there, and you can tell Questlove's just like, this is my moment. This is chaos. You know, it's just the whole thing was wild. So, yeah, I like Questlove. He's, and I guess the documentary's on Hulu, so I need to watch it one day. Yeah. Because I heard it's amazing. I haven't watched it yet. I'm sure it is amazing. So, but uh, going along the lines of nobody watching the Oscars, did you know the Grammys were on last night? I did. I watched them. Oh, I didn't watch one second. I tweeted because... You know, I know you don't have Twitter, but I tweeted that Lady Gaga, so the Oscars, Liza Minnelli presented an award, and she kind of stuttered a little bit, and uh, or she had trouble opening the envelope. I don't remember what it was, but either way, she was with Lady Gaga, and Lady Gaga was like, um, I got you. Yeah. And did you know what I'm talking about? I saw okay, it. yeah. So last night, um, Lady Gaga did a tribute to Tony Bennett, which obviously was amazing, and then... Um, SZ, SZA 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 won an award and she was going against Lady Gaga and as she was walking up there Lady Gaga actually fixed her dress for her I don't know just like so the minute Lady Gaga loses she's automatically fixing someone else in that moment yeah. I don't, just she's probably a nice person she's a real one yeah I mean it just I don't know I just I I hate that we don't talk more about that than, or just as much about that when, <clears throat> I don't know, you get I, it. I know. Yeah. People rather have drama than... Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Moving on to one that you're not going to like, but Duke lost Saturday night. I don't like they lost, but I am glad the season's over with, which I've said before to you. Yeah. <clears throat> what an exhausting season. I'm glad... I, Somebody, I read it on the fan boards that Trevor Hills should come back. I hope to God not. <laughs> Gonna hunt that person. I'm not down. just ready for him. I'm just, I mean, yeah. It's just tough. Coach K, how do I want to say that? What do I want to say about Coach K? One, he's probably the greatest basketball coach of all time, but his great, single greatest strength with his ability to adapt to the college game has changed over his four decades. I just, I'll just say that that. I think he got away with a lot of bullshit. Well, I know that it's fair, but I mean, the NCAA benefits from a lot of that bullshit. So why would they stop it? You know, they're not going to. So as long as they're making money. They yeah, know. they don't give a shit. So, um, do I think Coach really genuinely cares about the kids? Yes. Do I think he's ver verbally abusive to him? Yes. <laughs> do I think that um, Duke paid players for one million percent? Yes. And um, just so, do I think that you know? I guess what I'm just trying to say is, do I think Coach King's great? Do I like him? Yes, 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 yes. But the, he wasn't perfect. And oh. I guess that's and you know a lot of times all you hear is about this perfect stuff, but I like to acknowledge that he's not. This is my whole thing, you know. I and I am ready for the John Shire era. I just think that they're going to be a better team. I really, honestly believe that. Some of these kids that he's brought in, I think he's wanted to. I think John has not necessarily agreed with some of the things that the decisions have been made, and I'm really excited to see how it works out. Well, 
I don't think John Shire will tell his players to shut up. No, I'll, I'll even go a step further. Here's my hot take. Do you want to win a national championship with John Shires as a coach this year? Well, probably because there was a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. If Coach K probably would have kept his mouth shut about retiring, yeah, a lot of this pressure wouldn't have been on him. Yeah. So he brought it on himself. And he, he, you're right. I, I, re, I hear a lot of people like, well, you know, Duke didn't honor all these other college coaches during the season the way Duke's asking or expecting or hoping, however you want to say it, for Coach K and his farewell tour. All those coaches did at the end of the season. That's why. Yeah. So. I thought it was kind of funny that North Carolina didn't do anything for him, except like a video or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, North Carolina next year probably will do something. Yeah. And I love Hubert Davis. I like Hubert Davis as a coach. I love the way uh, – I don't like some of the North Carolina players just because I'm annoyed by them right now. It's still too – the wound's too sore. But, I mean, like, it's, I guess Baycott and Theodore John are the same players. So, I mean, like, for me to whine about – Eighth year seniors, and we had Shab look rained off there forever. So, like, I mean, like, oh, he was there forever. Oh, sorry, not Shab. Um, what's a majigit? I can't blink it. Horvath. Yeah, Nick, our 15th year senior. So, I mean, all, all programs have them. I just, <clears throat> you and I both have said this. I need more to you than anyone else. All freshmen, freshman dominated teams are always going to struggle in the tournament going against upper class teams. Yes. Period. They need leadership yeah. at some point. And then the one-year Duke played with four freshmen, what did they have? A really strong senior. Yeah. Someone that just was almost on the floor every minute. <clears throat> so, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, we can move on. Enough about Duke. All right. <coughs> Our next topic is near and dear to my heart. Next month, Top Gun 2, Top Gun Maverick comes out, but it's been delayed for two years. Because of COVID, the asshole. So I want to ask you something. The yeah. first thing I want to ask you is if Top Gun gets somehow pushed back again with the new variant COVID, it's not, by the way. Oh. Are you going to be all right? Do I have to come check on you? I may be going to Los Angeles. Okay. Hunting that movie down. <laughs> okay. So I will come check on you if they do push it back. They're not. I'll take you with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not going to, but um, yeah. So I've heard, here's what I've heard. The only thing I've heard. Maverick doesn't make it through the movie. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knows somebody's going to die. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. that new trailer came out last week, and I watched it, and I watched it again, and yeah. watched it again. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. So. Yeah. I, the, my understanding is he doesn't make it through. I do really, really like Miles Teller as Goose's kid. Kind of looks like him a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, he's or just got. I mean, it's good. So I'm excited. I'm kind of mad with him though, blaming Maverick for the whole thing. Yeah. Well, it I wasn't mean, his fault. Well, I mean, that's part of the drama. I mean, I'm gonna get mad at anybody. Get mad at Iceman. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but I guess you can't get mad at the Admiral. Yeah. But I'm excited for it. So my last question: Does Meg Ryan make an appearance in the movie? Like at the end, if Maverick does die. Yeah, maybe a small one. Yeah, I can see it too. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. yeah. Does Charlie come back? I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. I mean, I would like her to come back. I don't know if she wants to come back, though. Yeah. That's the problem. I don't think Meg Ryan wants to come back. 
I think I think Brandon Brand was like, I don't care about Top Gun. I just I get that feeling. Mm. But I would love for her to. Well, what else is she doing these days? Yeah. We'll move on. Yes. Next topic is Candace Parker. So last night, they, they you know South Carolina wins the championship. They claim the MVP. The MVP. They're on TV interviewing her. She goes, I just want to, she goes, I, I just see my hero, Candace Parker, in the stands, and I just want to shout you out for being my hero. And they show Candace Parker, and Candace Parker's pointing at her and everything. And I was thinking, that doesn't happen with any other sport, really. Where, like, like Michael, Michael Jordan would be the example. I don't see Michael Jordan sitting in the stands for the championship ceremony and whoever it's going to be and then the NCAA tournament. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Mike will be there t- tonight. Well. Yeah, tonight. Maybe UNC does win it, which I think they will. Maybe the MVP points and Michael go, hey, Mike, you're the man. Maybe that does happen. I just thought it was a unique experience, something for um, that I thought said a lot about Cance Parker. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, she's not obviously a South Carolina Gamecock. No. You know, so, I mean... Just- basketball fan apparently yeah so I, I just thought that was really cool that she was there representing supporting women's basketball supporting those athletes someone who's the go arguably one of the greatest women's yeah. basketball players right. of all time and was humble enough to hang out and just like I just thought that was a really cool moment and you just I don't know I, I really myself have tried really hard to support women's basketball specifically I don't think enough people to, men specifically do a good job of talking about it. I'm one of them. I don't watch the games. I mean, I've watched Michigan here and there. Well, in your defense, you don't watch a lot of pro basketball, really. Any, I mean, no. you just you watch Michigan basketball. That's really about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm being honest. Yeah, I, mean, I like college basketball more than the pros, but yeah. I don't watch women's college basketball. Yeah. More than I, I probably could watch more. Well, it's not. It's not on a lot. Let's, I mean, to be honest, it doesn't really start being played until about a month ago when it, it starts getting those bigger games that right. close. Then it starts playing, but um, yeah. So I don't, but I just think I don't know. I try to do a better job talking about it. That's all. That was my point of talking about it. I got you. I got you. All right, our last topic is WrestleMania. It was a Saturday and Sunday. Two-day event? Yes. I studied for you. I really don't know anything about it, really. Oh, I, I didn't even know WrestleMania was going on this weekend. No, the only thing I really wanted to talk about was Stone Cold made a... Came back for yeah. Saturday. Had a match. It was a pretty good match. Oh, I didn't watch it. Yeah, well, it was... Yeah, I mean... I just saw him with Pat I, McAfee. Could, yeah, that was last night. Yeah. I think he was having way too much fun this weekend, because... I mean... The match is kind of brutal because he's taking suplexes on concrete and he's 50-some years old. Well, I heard he's he can't even wrestle anymore. Oh, no. He, he can barely walk. Yeah. He was having a good old time. and I think it was more of a plug for his beer because he probably had 30 beers Saturday. Just yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't drinking the whole thing, but he was doing his thing. Yeah. Roman Reigns dissipated his shoulder last night, I guess, mm-hmm. in the middle of the match. Yeah. I guess this match, I guess the final match was supposed to go like, 15, 20 minutes, so it went five because he dislocated his shoulders, so they just wrapped it up for him. Oh, he won, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch the last two hours of last night because I had to go to bed. <laughs> um, Pat McAfee was cool. Um, Undertaker came back, and I guess the Roman Reigns 
somebody else that came, somebody else is coming back, or maybe it's Roman Reigns. Supposedly, The Rock's going to wrestle at the next WrestleMania. I've heard that, yeah, because him and Roman Reigns are cousins. Yeah. So they're trying to have something there. Uh, yeah, Stone Cold was giving stunners to everybody, but uh, Cody Rhodes made a comeback Saturday night. Yeah. And they had a, the beginning of last night's show, they, Triple H had to retire. Yes. Because he had a heart attack or something. Yeah. You know, he has a pacemaker or something. So they had him come out and do his entrance and all that and puts his boots in the middle of the... It's kind of emotional. Well, you like... I mean, we, we liked DX. Yeah. It was a fun time for us to watch. Yeah. So, it's tough to when someone... He had years left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was getting up there. Yeah, baby, he was old. He didn't make an appearance. Yeah, he didn't get to go out on his own terms. It's always tough to watch an athlete not get to retire on their own terms. Yeah. And I mean, that goes for all sports, even something as silly as wrestling. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think... You know what I was thinking is I was. Have you watched any of the heels yet? No. Okay. I, I was listening about that. How you know they were going through the history of the heels, and they were. I was. I think it was a ringer ad. Maybe that's what it was. I heard about for WWE. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking, you know, that's what they need to do. Is take someone really popular right now and make him bad. And I don't, I don't follow enough wrestling to know how to do that. There's a storyline there where you could. You know, well, I'm sure. And I'm not gung ho like these wrestling podcasts I listen to. Like, yeah, I try to follow along. But... I, yeah, I just there's not a really good bad guy right now, and I think that's like, someone that you like to dislike. Well, I th- that's Roman Reigns right now. Yeah, and he's been champion for so long, and everybody hated him when he was a good guy, but now he's a bad guy, and now everybody loves him. So, yeah. Interesting. So yeah. I don't watch enough wrestling anymore to comment on. I just think that from I didn't know Roman Reigns was technically a bad guy because everyone likes him so much. So okay. I guess so that's I guess you just need to have someone that you just don't like. You know what I mean? In a good way. Yeah. You know, and then there's just not enough well, bad guys. In doing it so well that yeah, he's over. So. Yeah. So all right. I like the Miz. Yeah, he's. I like him too. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good bad guy. Yeah, too. he's a great bad guy. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll do my get it off my chest. Yeah, let's do it. So it's the people complaining about the pot shop that wants to go over in the old northern tool. Okay. And I get it. They don't want it around. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think these people... Why aren't they complaining about the bars around the schools? Yeah. You, know, you have Berelix a block away from Lincoln School. Yeah. And then you have All Saints. You have, well, Chiefs isn't there anymore, but it was right. there for years and had a liquor store right across the street. Yeah. And JJ's right down the road. But... I agree. I have two problems with, it, with that whole thing. Um, my first thing is, it's funny how narrow-minded people are about it this year, right? You know, they have no problem with the bars um, right by the schools. But for some reason, you know, something that's legal now. And and, and I'm not going to get into it deep dive, but I know there's an argument that it's safer than alcohol. I'm not saying I'm, I'm okay. part of that argument, and I'm not going to get into the debate of it. I'm just saying that I know I've heard people make that argument. So that's yeah. So if 
Yeah, that's all I'll say that. <laughs> the other thing I don't like is when the ordinance was created, it said it shouldn't be on a certain amount of distance within the school. I don't like it any time when businesses for the, for profit are able to to get around rules. Yeah. So if that thing is within inside the L White boundary that they the city has established, there's no way in shit that thing should be allowed. Because the minute you start, I don't know, I just hate that shit. That's the type of thing that bothers me, is that somebody can get away with it, and it becomes okay for this person, but not okay for that person. Yeah. That really bothers me. That's enough for, to really fire me up. Like, I don't know, it's just that back backdoor, handshaking, politic crap that just I have no time for. And if it does somehow get built, which, again, I don't have any problem with pot, I have a problem with the rule that's set in place and them getting around it. I certainly will remember each person in that city council. Yeah. Like that, this is plain black and white. Oh, yeah. This is real easy. And the fact that it's even getting this far doesn't even make any sense to me. So, and again, I'm all about having them. I don't want as many as Bay City in our town, but I'm around with a couple. I have no problem with that. Yeah, I don't either. So, I, I just. I don't understand, like, I, don't, I just don't get it. That's all. Yeah. So, See, I, just, I don't know. I just, people are, they're making a big deal out of it for a reason, but there's other things they could be yeah. talking about, too. You know? just, I don't know. I just got under my skin. Because I was driving home, and I went through the north side because of the traffic light going up on 23. Yeah. So... I just like, oh wow, there's a bar and then there's a school. So why are people complaining about that? Yeah. So. Or why, you know, I was reading something about. I think it was the bridge, maybe on the other day. People were talking about how mad they are about the bridge that's not getting done in a year, but literally we've been on like ten years on the water. Yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. Like the bridge started during the pandemic with the, all the supply distribution problems. The fact that it's even going to get it done within a year and a half, bravo to you guys. Yeah. And no doubt that it's going to cost more money. Have you tried to build something right now? Everything costs more money. And yet the township is just, I just can't even get going on this water thing, dude. <laughs> I don't want to, but it's just so wrong on so many levels. So there you go. Any else you want to get off your church? I heard your rates are going up again for the water. So you are going to say you're going to sue the city because the city wanted to raise my water rates. But then it's okay now to raise... Yeah. You decide it's okay to raise my water rates now. I just... Sorry. I can't even... I just... The, they can't... I, mean, they, I, I know what... It's like... It's an abusive relationship. It's like the guy that beats his wife. Like, oh man, I'm sorry. You know, he 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 hit me, and uh, it's my fault. I shouldn't have back talked to him. Yeah. You, you, it's when you're in it, you're just making reasons that seem logical to you. But the people on the outside, are like, no, that's not normal. That's not right. Yeah. And that's the problem in that situation. The people that are in it are all like, oh well, you know, we have to do our due diligence and surprise. But people on the outside, are like, come on. By now, I mean, as a township resident, I've always said. I'll pay them, pay me what the city pays me. 
that's charge it to me. That's fine. I'm not mad at you at the township. I'd be mad anyway. I'd be mad at the city of Alpino. But now I'm mad at you for taking this effing long. <laughs> it's stupid. And you've charged me double water to pay for attorney fees. I'm sure that attorney probably has a brand new house on Long Lake. Oh, I'm sure. Congrats. <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to get off your chest? I don't think it's off my chest, but I was working and I ran out of podcasts to listen to, so I just put on Apple Music and yeah. My Station, whatever. Okay. And a Millie Vanilli song came on. It's like, man, it has some really good songs. Yeah. I really like Millie Vanilli. So I just wanted to get that out. Yeah, that's okay. There's songs slap. Yeah, some of them are pretty good. You know, um, not that I, I, I'm gonna sound dumb, but I think a lot of artists lip sync. Now, do they sing in the booth? Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they have voiced over dubs? Yeah. And then we, we know the problem with Millie Vanilli, whatever. But it's just funny, funny to me, that whole thing. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Who cares if they were lip singing? Maybe the guys who were really singing didn't want to be seen. They needed a face. Well, that's the whole thing. Is like, Noe Vanilli is a direct uh, representation of what's wrong with society. It's why Lady Gaga wore a whole bunch of weird shit for the first five years of her life. <laughs> it's because no one could get past her big flipping nose. They, they couldn't hear her voice. They just saw her nose and couldn't get around it. Yeah. That's so messed up. So let's wear a meat dress. Yeah, so that way people are talking about the dress and not talking about my big-ass nose, but I'm still making stuff, as you said, that slaps. Yeah. Like, I just... I had to use a word that the kids use these days. Man, let me tell you what happened to me in Traverse City Saturday. <laughs> I'm, uh, we are walking in the Lula River. Traverse City's got a Lula River now. Or the Lulamon, sorry. Lulamon. And I was like, I've been... My dream is to buy a whole bunch of Lululemon stuff because it's like perfect. It's stretchy. It's modern. It's got flattering cuts, but it's like $150 for a pair of pants. And then the yeah. pants I buy from Amazon are $20. So you already know which ones I'm buying. Yeah. But I kept going around that store and I kept touching everything. I was like, oh my God, the quality is just a million times better. You know what I mean? Like I can see why it costs so much more. And Allison's looking around at stuff and um, one Retail associate comes up to me. He goes, "Man, your your fits looking good today." And I looked around, and this girl was like, eighteen, you know, yeah. seventeen. And I was like, first of all, I didn't know what fit was until Gabe told me. Like, I that was I just learned in the past year what fit was. I thought I kept thinking he was talking to me about working out originally. <laughs> but it, it wasn't. Um, it's how. And then she was like, "Yeah," and I was just like, "I was like, oh, thanks, I guess." I mean, like. I just, it was one of the most awkward experiences I've ever had in my life. I literally Homer Simpson back in the bushes. Like, if I could have, like, hidden into the clothes and just said, Allison, just can we leave? And she's like, what well, that girl said to you? She goes, uh, she said, my fit looks good. And then she was like, what is that? I'm like, I know. I don't know what to say. I don't know if they're just trying to get us to buy some clothes or whatever. But uh, it's just funny. So, kids speak is weird. I it is. It is. Allison does kids speak because she just watches so much TikTok. So she always is doing kids speak. But I tell you the word I love 
and I'm scared to use it is I do love the word slaps. <laughs> and that happens on Bill Simmons' podcast. He uses that a lot. And Ryan Rosillo. Yeah. So I, it's in my, you know, but I don't say it because I, when I work around a whole bunch of old people all day long, so they would be like, what the hell are you talking about? Or are you slapping? Are you talking about Will Smith again? <laughs> and the second is, I'm that awkwardly old age where it's like, old oh, you using cool language. Stop. You're hurting yourself. So, yeah. yeah. But I do like that word a lot. So I kind of do too. <laughs> That's why I wanted to use it. Yeah. Good job. I'm glad we're on the same page. All right. That's all the topics we had. Well, I think it's been a, I mean, we don't need it to be a long pod. No. We just wanted to address all the things that have been happening in the world. I do want to share, I'm sure you saw Allison's post. Yes. I can talk about it deep dive on this really quick, or just a quick touch it, touch, sorry, touch on it. Um, yeah, so I'm video editing for a influencer now. Okay. It's wild, Brad. Okay. I don't know how I got here, but here I am. <laughs> hey, you're doing big things, buddy. I, I guess. Like... Uh, she pays me an hourly rate, and I work really hard for her, so that way she doesn't, you know, it's reasonable, but it's like, I have yet to do the second one, so I don't want to get carried away with it, um, but hopefully I'll do the second one soon, and she said it's supposed to be anywhere from one to two vlogs a week, you know, so, um, and I can easily make a car payment or a mortgage payment from this gig, it's wild to me. I'm backing off all the other stuff because of it. So that way I have time. Like I'm honoring all my commitments to everyone else, but um, I won't actively take off with the wedding stuff now. I won't actively promote it. You know, I'll still do the stuff I'm doing, but, um, you know, if someone asks me, obviously I'll make time for it, but I can't take on, you know, 30 weddings this summer because, or not that I was going to ever, but um, the three or four I have booked for the summer I'll do and then, yeah, it's wild because it's, you know, it's a part-time job. It's just that I'd hustle, but the opportunity to grow it and have something now. I mean, she sends me the files on a cloud. I download them. I do it. And I send it to her back. She's thrown with it. She venomous in the money, and away we go. I mean, it's just wild. It's And in this world we live in, right? She lives in Nashville. Allison, she, Allison is just a humongous fan. So, like... I've gotten so cool in Allison's eyes now. She just thinks like she's like we're friends with her on Instagram. She'll like like Allison's posts and I mean she Allison is just floating on cloud nine. This this person. I mean the only, there's only like three other people on this planet. Like Lauren Conrad is one of them. Allison is just obsessed with Lauren Conrad forever. Um, I can't even think of anyone else really honestly. So it's like Beyonce probably and. Maybe Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so maybe those three other. It's it's this girl, Christy, and um, I also just can't believe like the other one. We started this whole thing, and I shot her an email because she wanted. I had to send her an official email, and then she DM'd me because she works. She is a really interesting person. She doesn't sleep at night. She, her, she does everything at night and then sleeps during the day. So whatever. Wrong with that. And she has a lot of anxiety. She doesn't like to leave her house. So she's almost has some recluse of <laughs> um, habits about herself. She doesn't like to go out without her boyfriend. And um, I mean, it was understandable when you have two and a half 
almost 3 million TikTok followers. I can imagine that's probably weird. Um, But that's the life you gave yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's the gift gift and the curse, (laughs) as we talk about, right? So this whole thing of like, yeah, you know, it's just wild, right? Like, and then so... I totally, Allison, for me, it's more of, one, doing a quality job for her, keeping her happy, and two, it's seeing where this could go. You never know. I mean, like, if, I don't think, if she, her YouTube grows a little bit, and then, you know, things happen, it could be really cool, and it gives me an opportunity to just say, hey, um, it's, I guess for lack of a better term, legitimate, yeah. you know, and um, it's also been able to, for me to be able to say, hey, I need to now this amount of money for myself and like i just can't do it for free anymore because my time because i've i've made commitments i'm still going to keep my job with the shoots i still want to sell lots of cars but i want to do this and that's a lot of what am i time for now so um i don't want to take a whole bunch of other free projects on right now and like this is what it is and I, it seems outrageous probably to some people but the god honest truth is is like i'm getting paid now like yeah. you know routinely so it's just what it is it's weird <laughs> we're talking about you know the ultimate goal is to meet her right. and then like pinch Allison's arm the whole time because like she's just gonna be like I go can you just please act cool it'll probably be like me and boys to men you know? oh <laughs> yeah it's like me me Peter McKinnon or you know like JJ J. Reddick getting together with the Fab Five for us you know watching Chris and Jalen hug it out in person like that's freaking, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my hands type of thing. You know, it's weird. So, yeah. Really quick before. How amazing is it it's light out at 8.02 p.m.? I know. It's nice. So, yes. All right. So, let's do our top five. All right. And our top five is our top five pictures we have taken. So I guess we aren't going to have any overlaps. That's okay. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. So. Yeah. And I think when we post a pod, we could post the pictures. Yeah, I think we could go through there and find them. Yeah. So. All right. All right, we'll start off with my number one. And it is a picture of a water lily, maybe. I forgot what it's yeah, called. Yeah, was in. But I was. It was in Springfield, Missouri, and it was in a little pond area. It's a Dickinson Park Zoo. You were. You've been there, and I just leaned over, took my camera, and snapped the photo. And Dickinson Park I, Zoo. I think it's the best picture I've ever taken. But. So your best picture you've ever taken is number five, or is this your number one? It was my number one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I like it. So, yeah, I'm really proud of it. I entered it into the jury art exhibit last year for Emerald. It was selected, but... It's a really good photo. You should be proud of that. I could not agree more. So, um, my favorite photo, we're starting at one, huh? I know what everyone wants to say it is, but it's not. It really isn't. Because I'm not the 45th. It's not. I mean, I think that's that's by far my most popular photo. My favorite photo, probably have right now, is that one that's in my office. It's the one with Justin, Allison, Stone, and Hazel. They're walking through Besser Bell. Um, And there's a whole bunch of reasons for that. One, I shot it properly. 
uh, too. I I love the edit on it because that is super highly edited um, to make it look the way it is. And then three, um, you know, it's got my wife and I mean, the only thing I'm missing is like a little viewer in it too. You know what I mean? So like, I like that there's people I know in it. When I made it the price that I asked for it, I knew no one was going to buy it, but I don't want anyone to buy it because I wanted it for myself. Yeah. So like, yeah. It's a really good picture. Well, thank you. I think that's my favorite photo I've taken. So, I mean, yeah. All right. My number two. I don't know if it's really number two, but it's just a picture in a leaf that had fallen down, but it was being held up by branches out at oh, yep. the sinkholes. So we went for a walk that day and just took pictures. And I was so glad we did that. Yeah, it was it was very impromptu, but as I mean, you guys probably don't know this, but when we, Brad and I did that, it got cold and then it rained like that next week, so all yeah. the leaves got blown off, all the knocked off all of the trees. So, and the color really wasn't peak color yet, but it wasn't going to ever get peak color because everything got blown off or rained off. So it, that was the weekend to do it. That was it, and we nailed it, which we didn't know at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, really cool. Yeah. Uh, mine is that Jordan shot out of the harbor. It's like everything's like blue and orange. It was right in May. I shot it May 1st. It's like a long time ago. The only thing I don't like about it is that it is, I deleted the original file of that shot now. So um, it's a Facebook JPEG that we have now down to, or a stored Facebook photo or one that's on my hard drive. It's just not the high quality image. So you can't really blow it up much. It's stuck. I think the biggest year I ever get it, it's eleven by fourteen, which sucks because that photo I'd make a poster. I've had a lot of times people ask me like, "Hey, we're thinking about doing a mural shot. Can we do that?" And that one's just not quality enough to do them, which is too bad because it's gorgeous. I love it's one of my favorite shots. Yeah. So, all right. I'm not gonna lie, I've had really good luck with flowers, so I'm gonna yeah. go with this shot of two red tulips outside my mom's house and the tulips are it's a boca shot yeah and i was really proud of it and it turned out all right i guess i did a good job of editing too yeah well what i like about that shot is this is when you really started playing with the depth of field and it's really a good shot i, I love when you started playing with bulk more in the depth of field and your shots i think that's really one thing that started getting really just took a different turn in your photography, which everyone does. You get better and you learn things. So I see you have a shot right there. That next one will go up right there. That is my number three. So, uh, yeah, mine's the sunrise one. So the, two times a year, that sun will rise right down that sidewalk at Bayview. Yeah. And um, it's cold and shitty out when it does it. And not all the time will you get a sunrise, yeah. as everyone knows. So it's something, it's one of those shots that only happen and rarely, rarely. It's like they call it uh, Orhenge up at um, Marquette, where the sun rises through the thing at Marquette. Only it does it twice a year, too. And it's cold. It's just the same type of conditions as this. And it doesn't do it all the time. So you got to, it's a crapshoot. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that shot. It's one of my favorites. And I'm Sarah asked because I had it hanging in her office. Yeah. So, I, mean, like, yeah. I remember saying that that was her wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And I got lucky with this one. I just 
out on a walk early in the morning. And it's a good shot. Just dark, but uh, the lights really helped it there. That's a the the difference between you and me and my shot that I did there is yours. It's ten times harder because when it's dark like that, it's hard to hold that shutter open and not have any movement. Well, even, I took that one with my camera. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like so, even to not to have something that dark to show that much light and still have it be sharp without having any jitters is just incredible. So that's a really good shot. Anyways. My number four is of Timquanaman Falls. And I have the upper falls, and they're sort of framed by the trees. Yeah. I wanted, I really wanted to get a closer shot, but all I had was my zoom lens, and, and it's turned out pretty nice. So I'm happy with it. I just wanted a little closer. But. Actually, I had... I, the, those trees that are in the foreground of that really make it one a unique shot because you see so many people just shoot shots of the falls, and then two, I just think it, it really adds something to yeah. it. It really does. It's a really it's composed really well. It's for anyone with the trees, you know. So I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a great shot. I can see why it's one of your top five. Um, I have a shot of the harbor with a brick wall light, not a little red. The light shot straight down on the rocks. Um, it was last summer, and um, I sold a lot. In fact, I'm selling it again to the basket case. He's going to put it in their um, shop coming up. So, yeah, it's it's wild. That's yeah. uh, a good shot, and it's a good edit, you know. And um, the camera that you and I have, the Sony, when you shoot raw, as you, I'm sure you know by now, you can really push the colors around. So, the yeah, man, people are always like, is that what it looked like? I'm, and I'm usually flat and no. Yeah. But I can make it look however I want. So, and just because it may not have looked at that way at that time doesn't mean it doesn't look like that. It does look like that, just not yeah. that today. So I mean, yeah. Well, Brooke would always tell me you should just release your photos on editors. Like, everybody edits their photos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're taking a shot on your iPhone, your iPhone is taking roughly twenty images really fast. Taking in the darks, the lights, the shadows, and lifting it, blah, 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 compressing it in a file, and the algorithm is reading it, and then giving you the best picture of those 20, best parts of each of those photos. And that happens within the second you hit the button. So every photo is edited. Nothing's yeah. like, the, you know, yeah. I don't know, at least with an iPhone. This is number five, right? Yes. And I'm going to go with another flower. I like it. I'm really not sure what kind of looks like a rose, but it's out at the Presque Harbor. I like that one better than the tulip one. It looks softer, and I think that's why I like it a little better. Yeah. But, I mean, I look kind of like the cobweb. Yeah. So it's just another bokeh shot. I got lucky with this one. I think I was still early in my photo photography days, but I was able to. Catch the pink rose, and I'm happy with it. Should be. It's really good. I like, like I said, not really good. Um, plus, I like how you have position on the thirds on that right, you know, third. Plus that greens on the bottom third. So I just think it's composed real well too. So that that he had that going for it as well. So yeah, um, yeah. For me, it's simple. 
it's a 45th one now. And the only reason I don't like it is because I was just like you said, I was early in my journey. I was using a whole different camera system and I just can't stand the shot now because it's just, I look at it and I just think of everything I need to do differently. And my goal is this summer to reshoot it and just do it the way I know it can be. Yeah. I've gotten so much better at editing the technology I have so much better. It's going to be a whole different shot on a whole different level. Which, that's not to say it doesn't mean a lot to me, it does, because Lord knows I probably made more money off of that shot than anything I've ever done. And I'm not appreciative. I mean, I'm very appreciative of it. The only thing I don't like about it, one other than that, and the other thing is why everyone's like, well, I wish it was facing Alpina. Why do you have it facing away? One, the star system isn't facing Alpina. And two, Alpina is so bright you wouldn't get to see the star system, the one that is there. So, that's why. It's done the way it is intentionally, and it's the only way it works, so... And that sign isn't even existed anymore. The one that they've changed it out. It reads. It's just shaped differently, and it'll be interesting to review this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't even know they did. That. So, um, hopefully, you can come along and we'll do one for you yeah. too. And oh, I need to get out. Or yeah. I haven't. I don't remember the last time I went and took pictures. Dude, let me tell you something. So, I've learned a couple of things about myself over the past month. Um, I won't. How do I want to say this? The pandemic profoundly impacted me. Um, I don't think it was a secret that I used to, like, Allison, I used to go around a lot and be involved in a lot of things and everything. And the pandemic trying to shut that down, and it caused me to pause and just take a breath in my life. And I am foreverly changed by this. And I'm not saying some of it I don't like. I don't like the fact that I enjoy being home. I've somehow become much more introverted. I... People don't know the shit out of me for the most part when I go out now. Um, that being said, I realize that it, it's a problem almost. I'm not saying I'm agoraphobic. That's not what I'm saying. But I just don't like to go out. I really don't. And um, part of it has to do with the way work is right now. You know, the auto industry sucks. And everyone, we were just in Traverse City, and every four hours, someone was like, hey, Steve. Talk about cars and then the chip shortage. And is that a real thing? Are you guys having more cars? And even then, my wife was like, How are we in M22 in Traverse City? And someone's asking you about the chip shortage. You're like, we, we, we came away so we could get a break from this. And here we are still talking about it. So um, that probably has a lot to do with the two. But uh, yeah, yeah, need it out. Yeah. Both of us, you know. And it's easier said than done a little bit, I think, you know, and I mean, I know that I have a problem with it. I just do. And then um, I'm man enough to admit it or open and self-reflection, all that stuff. So I'm working on it. Went to Traverse City. First time I've gone out of town overnight that isn't work or family related in a really, really long time. So, and this was even before COVID. I mean, we went and saw Jeff and Paige in Springfield. So that was, you know, during the middle of the pandemic but other than that I just really haven't done a lot and um you know we went to the piston game which was good that felt amazing to get out with you to do that so like I have these positive moments and experiences where I'm like okay like you're gonna be okay like we went to the piston game everything was fine you didn't have to miss work and life went on you went to the casino and sat around a whole bunch of people it was okay, you know, okay. so, um, and it's not just COVID. I'm really not scared of COVID anymore. I, I don't know what it is. I just, I think I got so used to feeling bad 
like I got programmed, you know, like once I got so used to feeling bad about going out that I just like, I don't want to do this. this and, um, yeah. So, but I am trying to get better. Allison and I went out for St. Patrick's Day. Um, that was a decent time. So I just, it's, it has this weird combination of people really annoy the shit out of me now. And um, I'm going to be honest with enough with you guys. And I'm sure like some of you guys, if we would talk to me, like, oh, Steve's kind of an asshole right now. And I'm, I kind of am. Like, I just talk to people and I'm just like, yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even necessarily want, I'm trying, I'm trying to get better at it. I do, I am genuinely happy to see you. I do care. You know, I got a new phone. Brad can see it now. I went way down size on my phone. I'm oh, not right. on my phone as much now. I'm just made some changes in my life that I'm really just, um, I think for the better, I mean, more healthy, you know, I'm exercising a lot more regularly. And I don't know, it's just kind of crazy. And I know you are too. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, I know you get it. I know you're in the same spot a lot of this as I am. So, um, yeah. Which is part of the reason why we do this so that we did it forced ourselves to get together because if we didn't i would have called you so i'm not coming over tonight i just know i would have so um it's good that we do it and that and i would have been all right <laughs> yeah but that's what i mean like that's what i'm saying it's we need to hold each other accountable for it because it's just too easy to say hey i'm tired i've had a long day okay and you're like yeah dude me too you're fine you know that's yeah so all right next time we come on which will be soon i'll make sure we bring it I'll find someone. I have a couple people that have said they want to be on, and we just, I just need to set it up. And I feel like we're, again, we can get to the group. This is, again, part of it. We can have people come over here and yeah. talk. So. And I'll clean my table off. No problem. No worries. All right, bud. All right. This was fun. It's good seeing you, and I will talk to you soon. All right. We'll see you.